0: Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. It's quarter of five on a Sunday. I am just sitting here, just made some coffee with my new Keurig. And yes, I have a Keurig now. It wasn't my choice. I didn't buy it. (laughs) It was a gift. But I gotta say, it's coming in handy. I like it. Can't beat it. Again, I put way too much coffee in there this time, but it's just the size of the cup. Anyway, welcome back to the show. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, again, I apologize. Last week, uh, my guests canceled, and I just really didn't feel like putting a podcast out. Uh, I've been a little busy lately with work and music and stuff. Uh, I put a new song out. And I don't, if It's called Brain Damage. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. It's on my channel. Um, and uh, I've been busy writing, actually. I've been doing a lot of writing lately for this new EP that I have coming out. I kind of teased it yesterday with uh, a riff that I'm that I'm working on. So uh, I apologize if I didn't get it out yesterday or uh, the last week. So hopefully... Um, Hopefully, we'll be doing more episodes soon. This one that I'm putting out is a pre-recorded episode that I did with my buddy Edwin Guyette, who I've known since sixth grade. We've been through a lot together. He's been one of my closest buddies for a long time. And uh, he's one of the few people that I've known from school that I've actually kept in contact with because it's like, you know, there are certain people who just accept you for... Whatever it is that you are, whatever you do. And those are the types of people that you want around. Because, you know, when things get tough, you're going to want to have some strong people in your corner. And, you know, it's never been about judgments. He was always cool. You know, we always trusted each other with whatever it is that we were doing and we were kids, you know, so we I just came from that neighborhood where everyone was skateboarding and you know, talking trash and just hanging out. So he's always been a good buddy of mine and I'll always have him on my podcast. Um not a whole lot's been going on. I'm just going it's my last day of vacation before I have to go back to UPS. And, uh, you know, I'm getting excited because my busy season's coming up. And although I won't be getting much sleep, I will be making some good dough. So, and I need the dough to afford this apartment. So, you know. And yesterday I cleaned my apartment. And it actually is looking pretty cool. Usually I have a hard time with thinking about where it is that I came from. I miss Marlboro. I miss Marlboro because... It not only was it my home, but it was comfortable. And it was comfortable because it was, you know, my my family's house. My grandmother and my grandfather were there in the early 70s. And, uh, you know, now that I'm not there, I haven't been there for, what is it? June, July, August, September, October, for five, almost six months. You know, it's different, uh, but I'm starting to get in the groove, you know, I come here to eat and sleep and podcast, basically, <laughs> write music from time to time and make a Keurig coffee, and, uh, and, you know, I'm hoping to get a couch soon. The problem is this, is that my doorway is so small. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You can't be too tall or too large. It's like the when I was first moving in here, we're carrying this couch up, me, Pig Diddy, and Drew, and we're carrying it up the stairs. And the next thing you know, you hear boom, and there's a uh, a big hole in the wall in the stairwell. <laughs> And we tried every which way to get this couch in here. And it was the couch that I had since childhood at, at my first house. And it just didn't make it. It just didn't make it in. And so we had, to, we had to pitch it. So I'm looking. But I, gotta, I think I'm going to have to buy one of those couches that you build from the inside. That's probably going to be my go-to. Anyway, I had a great week off from uh, my first job. But I did DoorDash the the whole week, as I'm going to, right after I end this message. And, uh, you know, it's funny. Steve Harvey talks about people who are successful not sleeping eight hours a day. I have trouble with that. Because I need all the sleep that I need. I need all the sleep that I can get. It's like I can't... I have to sleep in order to be tip-top shape. And, uh, you know, you get into a pattern where sometimes you're functioning off of five, six hours, and it's really not that good for you. It's not good for your breathing. It's not good for your sleep. It's, it's, It's just all around a sucky situation. So if you can get eight hours, get eight hours. It's important. Um, seven's good. Six isn't great, as I said. But hopefully you guys are doing okay on that front. Um, I had dinner with my buddies a while ago. That was awesome. We ate at Chili's. It took forever for the food to get out. We were all very hangry. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, other than that, I haven't really been doing too, too much. Uh, I went to go see Angels and Airwaves. That's one thing I did do. I saw them in Boston at the House of Blues. It was fantastic. The cool thing about going to shows like that is, you know, the community of people. A couple of years ago, I saw Angels and Airwaves in Boston, but it was at the Paradise Rock Club. And I got there like seven hours early. And I'm sitting there in line. And I'm waiting and, you know, I get to meet Tom DeLonge and the band and everything like that, which was super cool. I've told that story a thousand times. And the next thing you know, uh, people are starting to get in line and there's this couple that gets there not too, too long after me. And they're waiting in line with me and we chit chat the whole time. And the next thing you know, fast forward to this last Wednesday, I pull up next to the rock club. And there they are. <laughs> the same couple. And so, unfortunately, I had to walk like 45 minutes to get to the venue because there was no freaking parking anywhere, which is story of our lives. Anyway, so I finally get to the venue. I'm in line. I start talking to them. I go inside. I think I have floor seats. And then the guy tells me, I don't. And I'm like, okay. And those tickets are so confusing because you see it. And on the ticket, it says general admission. And then it says Mez, which is apparently one of the floors of the the House of Blues. It's one of the balcony floors. And I'm like, this stinks. But the next thing you know, I see this couple... That um I, I was the same couple, I was telling them what was happening, and they said, Do you want do you want floor seats? I says, Yeah. And they give me their floor ticket. I was so happy. I was so elated. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm finally gonna get to see these guys. And then I get down to the floor, and there's this couple that's never seen Angels and Airwaves before. And they're not familiar with the band, but they can see that I'm <laughs> having a heart attack because I'm so excited. It's one of my favorite bands, and they, the wife and husband, they were they were so nice, and they were an older couple. They were probably in their fifties. They move aside and say, "Hey, why don't you come right, right up against the rail?" Like if and if you know anything about venues like that, there's uh. A railing system, like there's, it's kind of like a fence between the stage and the audience because you know security needs to walk through, and people who are taking pictures for the bands are walking through. And but I'm basically right next in front of the stage. It's basically two or three feet, and they come out, and it was one of the best shows that I've ever been to. And it was so intimate and. Fun and moving, really, you know Tom talked about his father passing away from cancer, and everyone was crying, including me. <laughs> and uh, you know if you know anything about music or going on stage, it's about making a connection with people. And if you can make a connection with somebody, then you know that's that's huge, especially especially in music. in music, you know there are. Certain uh, eccentricities and movements that you can't ignore. You know, it, it's like sometimes something is just so good, you have to recognize that fact and and sort of surrender to everything that that happens. Like there's something that moves through you; it moves through your heart. And uh, it just, it makes the bad things go away. And, you know, when you're in that moment, you don't care what you look like. I was was at that venue with a fruit t-shirt on from Walmart that cost me like $5. And I can't tell you how many people came up to me and was like, I love your shirt. (laughs) I love that. It's great. That's so funny. It's like this one $5 t-shirt from Walmart. (laughs) Who would have thought? But the coolest thing about that show, I think, was there was this little kid uh, who was on stage left. And he's a little kid. And if you don't know, Tom DeLonge was in Blink-182. He started the band. And this kid's wearing a Blink shirt. And he was so happy. And Tom just saw him. And he pointed it out, and he was pointing at the kid, and he raised his fist like, yeah, brother, type thing. And the kid, just the smile on his face, I was like, man, that was me. Like 15, 20 years ago, listening to punk rock music. It was insane. And I was like, that, that's, that's cool to me. And then uh, what was funny about it was I see it, On SJC's page on Instagram. I happen to be a big fan of SJC. And I know all those guys. And I know the guys that own the company. I actually went to work for them for a couple days. Mike from SJC has been on this podcast. And. I was so happy to see that. Because he was wearing an SJC hat. Which is. uh, SJC if you don't know is one of the biggest drum companies in the world. Go check them out. And. I was like, man, that is so cool that this little community of people is just happy being happy. They're content with what they have. You know, they're like going to see shows, especially since I was like 17 and I started going to the Palladium and and then the Rock Club and now the House of Blues and, you know, all these local venues. It's just so cool to see that everybody's so happy with each other. They're cool with each other. They connect with each other. And, uh, you know, I messaged the account uh, of SJC after the show when I saw the kid's picture, and I was like, man, I was I was just a few feet from that kid, and he looked so happy. And they messaged me back, and we started talking, and the guy goes, <clears throat> the, guy, the guy that heads up the uh, SJC Instagram, I don't know if it's Zach or... Uh, or uh, or Mike, but they hit me back. They say, next time you want to go, hit us up. We'll get you to meet the band. And I'm like, man, that's, that's like infinitely beyond what you would think a huge company would do, or you know it, it was just amazing that they took the time to to say that and and talk to me about it. It's like most people, they don't care about you enough to spit on you, let alone hit you back on the Instagram. you know it, it's they don't care, but it's nice to see people who care. And it was just a cool experience. I had such a good week. Anyway, we're gonna get stop me from talking. <laughs> like I said, I'm a very tired. Drinking the coffee, trying to wake up here. So I hope everybody's doing good. Go check out my uh, new live video of my song "Belief." It's on my YouTube. The Clappinator, capital T, H E, capital C, L A P P A N A T E R. The Clappinator. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys are doing good. Enjoy the show. Why are you laughing? you have any tokens for the machine down the street? The, why are you laughing podcast? <laughs> little like Zephyr on a Thursday night. We
1: got
0: the. Biggest savage of Cheshire called the police homes. <laughs> and we got the king of Tanglewood Island straight from the North Pole. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. He's finally here. My boy, my friend, my family, my compadre, amigo, and whatever other stupid terminology you want to use these days. Welcome back to the YA Laughing Podcast. I am your host, Theodore Brown. And, yes, it's very late, so I'm trying to drink a little uh, toxic juice to to stay awake. I, I mean, I hope that's okay.
1: Huh? Oh, oh, right. Ten what four. Do you got there,
0: Tarzan? What is that? What are you drinking?
1: I got to do a okay. high life here. Uh, I got this koozie that I had uh, obtained uh, free from a, a liquor oh. store in Washington, D.C. Um,
0: uh, where is that located? It's uh, <laughs> a little
1: <laughs> north of the Ecuador, uh, right. of the equator. I've been there. Yeah, uh, you know, like two clicks east and four clicks south. Clicks? Uh.
0: <laughs> you you were never in the service. Were you? What are you using that terminology for? Uh, I don't know. So
1: it, it's it's somewhere around. I mean, if if you're really looking hard enough for it, you'll find it.
0: Eddie, how you doing, buddy? Good to have you on. Thank you for joining us. You, uh, I'm so happy that we got together finally and got you on. I know it's been well, a long time coming. You have a lot going on, and so do I. So, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, he's graced us with his presence. Yes. Yeah. Here we are. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I gotta, I gotta make the introductions here. People don't really have any idea what entails in this show.
1: Oh, geez, you know, don't, you don't have to, you know, full throttle your whole way through it, man. Don't have to hit the carpet. If you hit the carpet, then, uh, you know, you're just making the yellow light. That's all. I don't all.
0: have any carpet in this house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke sam yeah dude i know it's a joke i was thinking about that today about i got hit up the other day and somebody asked me if i wanted to do stand-up comedy they asked me if i wanted to open for like at first they wanted my band to open which you know get with the ties people i don't have a band anymore i it's sad i don't want to talk about it but was that lightning you see lightning
1: Damn, I really wasn't paying attention no, well, but i
0: I... <laughs> I think lightning kind of flashed through here, weird anyway, so yeah, I don't have a band anymore, uh, but then he it came out of his mouth, he goes, What about if he did stand up and I'm like, I don't know, bro, I haven't done stand up in years. I mean, there's something like you know when when you're a musician and somebody asks you to go to a complete different direction, it's like, uh, I guess' <laughs> like, what do you do? You know?
1: What do you do? Well, it, Sam, I think you'd do all right in stand-up. Um, but at the same rate, you know, if, if if it came down to you even having a guitar up there and your act was uh, a musical act full of comedy and, you it know. Came
0: out of my mind.
1: You know, bright lights and crowd's roaring over the fact that uh you just totally made them pee themselves and everyone's <laughs> rushing to a bathroom uh it
0: did cross my mind it
1: it, it, i i think that would be you you would need you would need a guitar on stage
0: yeah for sure
1: in order to have any sort of stand-up act. however the only other way it'd work is if you had a band in the background
0: i know i know I'm...
1: um um but then you know you, you might uh you might want to be a part of that band. You guys might tour and make you know a few EPs mean, and. RPs you and- ever,
0: like see those bands where it's like this person and the and the Ray like I don't know like Steve Miller band well, or not Steve Miller um Tom Petty and the Sil the what was it Silver no Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers yeah. Jeez, I'm all messed up tonight. This is why I don't do late podcast, people, is because by the time it gets to this time, I'm spitting up all over myself, and I'm going, beep, 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 (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's like, does anyone remember the name of the bass player or the drummer? I mean, you know, people like you and I who have done research probably would, but no average Joe off the street's going to go, oh, yeah, the bass player from the Heartbreakers, uh, Tommy Brown. It's like, no.
1: What a thumper.
0: Thumper. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I do miss being in the band, and I mean, I know you miss playing a lot, too.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't mind a band of my own. I've met actually a few people at, at work where I am now. Um, Coming out of the quarry now, I'm at a, a dealership, and there's actually a lot of musical talent there, and I was incredibly surprised. Seriously? Um, yeah, there's a guy in the parts department who – Brought a guitar in one day and I was
0: just randomly
1: obviously intrigued, randomly, entirely randomly. Wow, um, at random, <laughs> and I could hear them, you know, through various walls. Our departments aren't too far apart.
0: There it is again, it's lightning out, dude. It's a bad yeah. storm. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it probably came from here, man. We got bad
1: storms, oh and my God, I would horrible. the tail end of it. It was bad, yeah. We flooded so. Well, oh, you already – you flooded as well. Uh, I mean, dude, that's
0: – yeah, that's some lightning, bro. If, if hopefully the mic picks up the thunder because that's loud. Thunder. thunder. No, but – um, so he brought a guitar in. He's from the parts department. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. He, he started playing blues tunes with, you know, no relevant lyrics that you and I would know, just him spitballing.
0: Which is right up your alley. And I was –
1: obviously intrigued i was like what the hell is going on over here his right. name's corwin so there's corwin in parts and there's edwin in service right wow so yeah he's what from the, maine what are actually what is of that bro yeah no, <laughs> honestly, no it, 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 it's weird and uh you were the only you know, edwin school yes for years. and i'm sure he was the only corwin in his school yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> right entirely right. bizarre um of course, I ran to the parts department. And I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" And uh, and it was cool. And I started doing a little percussion and everything. And yeah, you know, and yeah, I mean, beyond that, man, we brought that guitar out to the service department, and it turns out that two other technicians can also play.
0: That's so funny.
1: So it was just what a, what a day. And my my service manager, he's you know, he's He's stern, but he's he's cool and relaxed, and and I was just anticipating on him maybe freaking out over get back the whole to work thing. yeah yeah you know. But it was a slow day, and we're all kind of hanging out. <laughs> of course, I took my turn on the guitar and just started, and as we did, and Lance did, and Nick did, and it was like, wow, this is actually kind of cool. You know, I'm in a, a this environment that it, It was just—it was—it was really surreal. And it turns out, well, Jeff actually had been a part. My my service manager, Jeff. Yeah. His whole family is music, music, music. This, music that. They everyone plays something, and I didn't know that at the time. So, it's interesting in hindsight for him not to chew us out for playing music. That's. It's like it struck like a note with him. Obviously, that. He didn't, you know, put the kibosh <laughs> to it. drag the needle up off the, that's the records,
0: that's so to speak. That's have a boss like that.
1: Yeah, and actually, matter of fact, the, oh, I don't know if it was this week or a week ago, he showed me this, this live concert of his, his cousin and somebody else. Like, their band, it's a really nice band. They have female vocalists and stuff. Like, it was like a full band. yeah, Eight to ten members. Really cool live band. Ideally, you know, that that's what I would like, but... Anyhow, and they were doing Rush covers. Now, I'm not a big fan of Rush, but to cover Rush. That
0: is very intricate. You need to be detailed. (laughs) Oh, my Lord, bro. That's insane.
1: You know what I mean? And note for note, and the vocalist, of course, did not sound like, I I don't remember the lead vocalist name of of Rush.
0: Guy who sounds like a girl.
1: (laughs) Meaning he has
0: a range. Yes, he has a
1: range. It's incredible, and he's a dude, right? Like the voice um sounded just like them which was that's insane. Pretty cool. The the guitarist which is his, his cousin um had just he was yeah, he, he had it. he had it going. You know, they um, were like
0: they were some of the first really technologically based bands. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like they were very like experimental when it came to songs. Like I feel like every time I listen to Rush I learned something new about them. I'm well, like, yeah. This is crazy, bro. And Neil Part was just <laughs> the best drummer of his era. I mean, really, if you think about it, who's going to beat him besides John Bonham? Oof. You don't know, really think about that yeah. for a second. Who's going to go up against Neil Part and survive with his solos and just the amount of toms? Like, this whole set was crazy.
1: The set was stacked.
0: Yeah. And it's like, to look at that, and it's easy to play four heads. You know, your snare, your tom, and it's like I don't know. I'm I'm thinking in my head right now who would have beat him at that point. But anyway, and to
1: keep track of all of them, yeah, and to exactly. use them all. You know, you could have use a full set and you look like an absolute rock star. But at the end of the day, are you actually using all of that to create the sound, the percussion, the backbone of your your yeah. band, your yeah, sound? Really. Right, and I think it goes without saying that at, he, he did he did the job, you he know, in Rush. Job. Yeah, did the job, okay. did it well, um, which is incredible. I mean, I if if I could technically play like the lead guitarist to say Rush,
0: yeah, that'd be a dream. Or another right.
1: band like that, yeah. I think you and I would probably not be here right now. We yeah. we yeah, yeah. yeah, spotlights probably every night. But, uh, so anyway, finish you know. the story.
0: They sounded like Rush.
1: Yeah, they sound like Rush, mm-hmm. and just the the the, the expression <laughs> coming from Jeff. you know, you know, you get somebody that's showing you something on their phone or something like that, like a video, yeah. and they're so in debt. Like they they want to. It is like a mission to them to show you what they're showing you, no matter what. So of course, phone calls are ringing. And I, there's another advisor there, and he's answering the phones for service. And he just go, just went entirely out of his way to show me these videos. Right. And on to the next one, even if you know I had to be doing something else, which I'm sure I had to, of just another video. Is oh, this this audio wasn't that good. Oh, but you got to check this out. And then like the opening and all these other things, dude. I had. And then yeah. he showed. Go ahead. Go ahead. He shows me his garage setup, and he has stacked amplifiers, martial amplifiers.
0: So he's like well versed. So yes,
1: and and the curveball was that I did not know that Jeff was so involved in music that it was kind of cool, you know, that's boss man. And this guy's a professional motorcycle racer guy that travels the, the country and competes on the track amongst people internationally
0: Hmm.
1: and he's you know he's not 25 you know like you and i you know this guy's an older man a seasoned vet i'd like to say and he's still letting the nuts fly on the track you know every time he goes out there and he does well and he has so much knowledge and i'm taking all this knowledge in from him about you know where i work now being at a motorcycle shop but then, just to know, there's another side of Jeff that I had never even considered. It's yeah. kind of cool, you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's it. It's just a cool feeling that you know, boss man. He's uh, he's just a, an interesting dude, and you know, you aspire to be, you know, something like that. You know, when you're older or whatever. For sure. And um, just
0: retaining just the, the knowledge that he's retained, probably.
1: Seriously, and and the musical knowledge. Yeah. Uh, he he he's related to somebody who had. Played with uh, Patsy Cline, who's huge... Oh, my huge, Right, who, you know, country music...
0: You know who loved that? I'm going to interrupt you, but you know who loved Patsy Cline? Who? My grandmother. I believe it. And my grandmother, which is... This is a huge, huge part of her story that I will get into at another point in time. Because if I try to tell that whole thing now, it won't happen. But <laughs> my grandmother... Was in a band and she played the bass fiddle. I did not know this, guys. Bass fiddle. The bass fiddle. I did not know this. This was something that she never spoke to me about. And I always wondered where it was that I got my musical intuition from. You know, where I got the idea to go, you know, I think I could play a guitar, I think I could pick up the drums and do whatever. Sure. And, you know, I knew my great grandmother on my mother's side played piano, but that's four generations ahead. Right. My grandmother was here the whole time, and I never knew. And dad told me the story one day, and I was completely, excuse me, completely blown away. I was like, that's where I get my humor from. That's where I get my love for you know weird music and you know styles or whatever you know everything came from her not everything but a good chunk was like it was all her but i'm sorry i interrupted uh, you were t- you were talking about uh, <clears throat> you're talking about your boss well i
1: i could pretty much exhaust that um <laughs> it's interesting no i mean it, it's interesting you say that about family yeah. um yeah. Like take for instance, my friend Adam I work with, um
0: Levine. His
1: father and his father's family were entirely musically involved, and obviously they got down, whatever. But it never graced Adam and or or Adam never tapped into it. I did see the lightning, Sam. It is happening. It's not over here, bro. Yeah, I believe it, man. Um, but it's interesting if you don't I, I think maybe if you don't tap into it or don't tap into it at a certain point in your life, then you might just never know it's there. Like it's yeah. like you never waited at the bus stop for the bus to pick you up kind of thing. Right. You know, and, and once you've discovered that there might be something there, then there are so many different avenues and hallways you can travel down. There's closed doors that you open up along the way. And find that wow, actually, you know, they might even be speaking to you on some sort of level, you know, and just helping your—I don't know if it's genetics or or if it's spiritual. I don't know, but things that push you along and give you some sort uh, of—I guess—desire is really the best way to put it. They give you the push. Yeah, the push. Yeah.
0: You know, my dad—that you
1: would never otherwise know. You wouldn't otherwise know. No, you would have
0: no idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. Like I, my whole thing. Look, when I first started working, let's pretend I'm, I'm not legally working, but I'm 11 and I'm working and I got my own lawn business in Tanglewood, but I had other outside jobs. And so there was this one guy he put aside. A certain amount of money for me on a guitar because he knew I wanted a guitar. He was really close to my family. So he had it so saved. Cool. And he let yeah. me work and work until I hit that mark. The guitar was like it was a Jasmine Schween. It was like $99 and, uh Cheshire music. You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's, I hear you. So it's like you go in there and you're so happy. And I got that guitar. But What was interesting about that is my dad also got me a guitar from a friend of his with nylon strings. So I was able to experience both worlds. But what happened was when I was learning guitar, dad pushed me over the cliff. He pushed me over the cliff. When I'm saying that is like I would try to practice and then every once in a while he would come in the room and hear me. And I would try to learn this song and I would... Screw up And so I would give up And he'd be like Nope Keep trying You're gonna get it You're gonna get it And it just He kept pushing me to do it And he's the one who showed me How to tune a guitar He's the one that showed me How to like uh, Fine tune a guitar I mean And he kept pushing me And I eventually just decided That it was gonna become part of Me I was going to learn how to do it. And if, if, you know, fast forward, what, 15 years later, here we are. You know what I'm saying? It's it's wild. It's really, really crazy to think about.
1: No, I mean, you're obviously blessed with having, you know, your father to, you know, beat you through trial and error. Yeah. You know figuratively um for you to to come to the assumption that well i guess at at a certain point when you're learning the play especially when you're you know children like you and i
0: yeah right
1: you you, you're kind of mindlessly plowing through basics there's no meaning behind it yet uh it's just repetition and what you hear and how you understand it um i would like learning, suppose
0: like learning how to
1: skate. um you like learning how to scare yeah really like learning i mean mindlessly learning as a child i mean there there, there was no meaning until you started feeling it i guess and then yeah. when you when you're actually making music there's there's a feeling you get um that is entirely inexplicable. You can't explain it whatsoever to somebody. I mean, you could try, but it's so surreal, especially when it's good and you know, it's good.
0: Yeah.
1: And because you know, it's good when it makes you feel good. Yeah, there's, serious. there's no, there's yeah. no way around it. And that, you know, maybe chord progressions, or it, what, and, and the, I guess the, the, the way you get better and what you're better at in terms of a musician, being a musician um, is is I think maybe what your uh, you call it a soul what you, what your soul is is really like hankering for what what it wants what it desires yeah um and so like you know you 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 like different genres than I do but you and I can agree on good music
0: oh please yeah exactly you know it's, it's a it's an appreciation. I mean like I remember nights just playing my heart out and falling asleep with a guitar on me
1: yeah I've know? done that <laughs> and
0: even and even like playing like cause I started playing when I was nine and so I, it would be my bedtime and I'd have to go to bed and I'd still be playing my electric guitar cause it was just quiet enough where I could
1: Right. Get well, you didn't have to it. plug it in.
0: You know what I'm saying? And it was like.
1: No, I, I hear you. No, my mom would yell at me. Okay, it's enough. That's <laughs> enough. That's enough. So you just unplug <laughs> the SOB and, you know, just
0: go to keep bed, chugging you away. In, and you're waking up the entire neighborhood who already hates yeah. us.
1: <laughs> no, mom wanted to sleep. She was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, go to bed. <laughs> I got to go to bed. Mind? You're going to bed. Yeah. Like. <laughs>
0: Because she had to wake up just as early as you and I did for school because you drove a yeah. Bus.
1: yeah, well, she had to get up a little earlier to marshal us out of bed. I never <laughs> wanted to get up. I was like, oh, no, man, I don't want to do this.
0: I'm not getting out for nothing or no one. No,
1: and go just sit at this horrible bus stop and, you know. Man, actually, speaking of that, I guess we could diverge. Yeah. I, I got ISS once from a bus stop incident. No. Um, in middle school. Yeah. That that's in school suspension. Okay. And I'm
0: not <laughs> thank you for like, reiterating so, that, Professor. Yeah, no, I
1: I'm not like, you know, I I you and I would get in trouble, but like oh, it wasn't yeah. ever trouble. like bad. You know, it wasn't like to the point right. where you'd be a label or someone put a label on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, but I, I don't know if I had a matchbook or what or a lighter. Um, there was trash. Oh my God, uh, remember I remember this? this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was the stupidest that... thing. You got it for it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like, <laughs> it's it's just after what seven o'clock? It's like seven fifteen, seven twenty. I don't remember we when... had
0: to go in. Yeah,
1: right. Oh, when we go in,
0: we'd go in at seven twenty. Yeah, we'd have to be there for seven twenty.
1: Holy shit! Okay, so like say. <laughs> that's early that's actually really early that early I mean gosh okay but anywho um, there was a pizza box that was at my bus stop at Cheshire Holmes and I don't know if we were in the 6th grade or the 7th grade probably,
0: probably probably one
1: or the other because it definitely was not 8th grade I can guarantee that um, I found this pizza box and I started lighting the son of a bitch on fire and thinking that was a good idea. I don't know what got into me. It's like, hey, watch this. People move. You Get know, and then like, out, fire. Players. This is cool. Hey, maybe it was cold. And I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. somebody from the bus stop More had told the uh, the the authorities, the the, the, federales, the federales at, uh, <laughs> at Keene at Keen Middle School. And uh, I don't even know if I made it past second period.
0: Isn't that the stupidest and they thing? when hmm? not when, that the stupidest thing where they're like you can't do what you want outside of school because it's going to get brought back into school. It's like, really? Right. So am I going to get questioned for every little thing I do? If I take it down by three o'clock in the afternoon instead of five, yeah. you're going to put me right. in ISS.
1: Seriously. It's no, so I think what, if, if I remember correctly, the whole thing was cause I, I, I did question that. I was like, look, I wasn't even at school. Like what's the, the big deal.
0: Yeah. Really? You know,
1: thinking as like a sixth or seventh grader, like, you know, rebellion is cool. Um, it's
0: like not even on the property,
1: no, it wasn't but but somehow it was it was swung in, it, it, the argument was swung in a way that uh since it was a bus stop and of course you know the destination was school yeah um yeah. that it was it was i don't know it wasn't like a school gr- any it, it doesn't matter, I guess you know
0: can <laughs> we I don't I, have I, the I, exact script in as, front of me, I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I could argue today why that is an absolutely horrible idea that nobody should do that. And that, you know,
0: what? Try to get warm in the wintertime. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, I don't even know stand what to stand up I for yourself.
1: That. Yeah. I, it's just it was very foolish of me, but I did it anyway. <laughs> and I thought it was a great idea at the time. And I spent that day in ISS. And you remember the the basement of that middle yeah. school? Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was
0: kind of dark. Scary. And... Like you were going to get stabbed. Yeah. by Frank <laughs> Yeah and it's a
1: public school you know like today <laughs> public schools are like they're in palaces you know they're all beautifully renovated or brand new you know county schools or whatever it may be you know right public schools um but for us that was the high school that had stood since before the roosevelt administration and before the right. great depression
0: like our that building
1: was there. old it was old. exactly. Exactly. Our grandparents went there. I mean, my grandparents are, are in their 90s almost, and some wow. are in their
0: 90s. Wow.
1: And they went to that as high school, and that was our middle school, right. right? Yep. But that, yeah, the gymnasium and everything. But remember, it was on the boys' locker room side. Remember that? And it was halfway up the hallway on the left. Right. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. I had, like, it. digging back. Do you I had never even thought about that. Like, no, what did you do, dummy. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, dude! This is a classic. This is a classic Irish anger story.
1: Irish anger. So Who'd you piss? You and I Who had
0: a mutual friend that we both fought. <laughs> <laughs> you edit that name out. <laughs> God, this this podcast is gonna have to be so edited. I'm okay. gonna have to send well, it in. They're gonna look it. at it, and be it. like, they're gonna look at the transcript and be like, "Who is this fool from watching? No, it's it's fine.
1: No, uh, you can edit it out, and I then will. you want to like r- put your face back to center and then like cut it back. No,
0: <laughs> we don't do that. Anymore. So you don't have to mess around with editing too so, much. Uh, so I'm, it's eighth grade. We're about to go okay. to DC. Okay. Ooh. I'm in health class
1: in the basement.
0: Uh third floor.
1: You're at third floor health, okay? Yep. That's cool. That's cool. I was stuck in the basement.
0: That's cool. And uh you know, Cody was just in one of his moods. So it's like, you know, he he's a Clark, man. He gets his he gets in his moods. And it's like, it's all over for everybody. You know, you're either in the on the train or you're left at the station, dog. So what happened was, he was just trying to make me look stupid. And then he kept, like, saying things, and then eventually he started hitting me. Like, he started throwing punches near my head. And, like, <clears throat> pushing my head, like this. <clears throat> and I looked him straight in the face. I said, you got one more chance. You better stop and I've never been to fight in my life You don't really have a temper either But I knew how triggered I was getting
1: And yeah, so I hear eventually
0: you. We all had long hair back then So I turned around and I grabbed him by the hair and <laughs> Did a high knee Right to his stomach Or so I thought Threw him up against the lockers Kept pulling his hair we, He ended up trying to like have a screaming match with me instead And then that's when he just like walked away Like I think that's what happened he walked away, and I'm just standing there at my locker staring at him. So he ended up walking away.
1: <sighs> I mean, we're all pretty well-tempered and oh. didn't really get out of line. It but was in
0: English class, dog. Seconds later, phone rings. I'm sitting near the phone, so I end up answering the phone. <laughs> like, hello? Like, Sam? Room service? You need to come down to the office right now. And just, yep. Okay. I go down, and I tell the whole story. I'm like, why isn't he here? I put him in the hospital. Oh my gosh! I injured. <laughs> I injured his family.
1: Yeah, totally did. Oh, oh,
0: oh my! God. Oh, his family. Yeah. Oh. I didn't kick so him in the stomach. It was a little bit more south. Than... <laughs> but I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm... How old are we in in eighth grade? You know, it's like, I, I didn't know how to fight. I didn't know anything. And I never really didn't... I never, like, had beef with anybody. I was always friendly, you know, tried to be. But... I get called into the principal's office later. Is Dor- it Cress? Dorothy, um... Fra- oh, Dorothy that was- Frazier, I'll never forget her. I think she's That's dead you. Are you serious? I think she died, yeah. Um... I mean, she
1: was pretty old when we were young, but...
0: Right. So, I mean, like, I get <laughs> called in the office, and I tell her the whole story. And she knows that I don't get in trouble. No. And she's like, Sam, look, you're a good kid. Just stay on the path that you're on. Don't do it. Don't do this. You know, we're going to have to consider it. So, I ended up getting three days, ISS. Three days! For fighting. And... <laughs> I
1: bet your mom was thrilled.
0: Well she knew she was upset but it's like she knew the story she knew what was happening it's like well what am i gonna do if i'm not defending myself
1: right but also at the same rate like they probably had to punish you in in a sense even if you were you know yeah you were just defending yourself so to speak i mean policy yeah i mean it's a it's a fight i mean that stuff doesn't really didn't wasn't there like a whole fighting thing like our eighth grade too that people were doing yeah i I don't know what the hell
0: i mean for no good reason it it was it was people i can't we gotta stop saying names this whole thing's like yeah (laughs) yeah honestly
1: you ought to just edit out the whole fighting thing
0: there are people Uh, let's just put it this way there are people in our circles that were addicted to fighting like fighting became such a natural thing. Like you would just be like, "Okay, plan on meeting me here at Cheshire Homes or Tanglewood or wherever stupid spot you're at. This is what we're doing. We're fighting," and it was like a scheduled thing. Like you're gonna stupid. be here at this spot at this time, and people would yeah. film this stuff, and it just yes. be, you'd be like, except the screen wasn't this big. It was about this big.
1: Yeah, on <laughs> like a like, flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> <you're laughs> like, I can't oh, see. Oh, flip phones, but we're yeah.
0: quality. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, bro. That, that was the only time, and they had to decide who they were going to let on the trip, because one of us wasn't going.
1: Oh, that and trip they, was so bad.
0: And they took my side, and I was like, yes. And you know what? I never would have recognized that spot that we met back up at if I didn't go. Remember we met back up at the Pentagon?
1: Pentagon City Mall.
0: Yeah.
1: I, You know, when I was in high school, I think I did a trip because I went to high school down here for all of the people that don't know. I didn't go to high school with Sam. I, I ended up going to a military school in, in Virginia, which was closer to D.C. It was like, I don't know. Front Royal is... A good hour and a half away from DC, but it's really like it's pretty easy to get to. It's just one road, it's an interstate, and then you hit the traffic and it sucks, but blah blah blah, it doesn't matter. Um I think we did a school trip doing something and I remember getting back into that mall, like maybe three years later, like my junior year of high school. And I had to like stop and pan my vision yeah you know to the ambience of sound you know because there's so many people in there oh yeah it makes an ambience that you just don't get you know anywhere else it was just how i don't know if it was the building or the amount of people in there yeah and just how big that place is and you know the escalators and the elevators Mm. i just i remember running around there aimlessly with my friends you know you jake all the people yeah, you know sure because we we're yeah. more or less unsupervised We had food vouchers <laughs> man
0: we were going in deep
1: no it was fun you know going to lids and get hats oh yeah everyone got a ball cap yeah like you know different stuff like that and then like the food at the food court and, like different things like that so
0: great, like
1: it, it was just like wow and then like i i don't know why i was i, I was there on a trip i guess but I didn't really do much there. I was just more or less enthralled and like captivated by just memory. Yeah. You know, it was like and then of course you and I meeting there was also <laughs> it was just, weird. Like, like every that... time I go into that building, it, it, it brings me back to a memory of yeah. Yeah. that trip. That was such a fun trip. Dude, it, I mean it, it was it so really was. it's just unreal. Like we had never seen anything like that before and no. You know, that just how big everything was and, like, the, the, the monuments and right. and just doing that, like, with friends. Like, doing it alone is, like, one thing, but, like, yeah, doing it, it with, like, you know, the friends you, you grew up with have been together every day with for most of the year. Every year, you know, is, like...
0: Most of your life.
1: Yeah, seriously. It was just absolutely incredible.
0: So, it was, like, when I... Because cool. I, I remember meeting my brother there for, for food, but I hadn't gotten into the mall yet. I know I have told you this story, but I don't know if other people Yeah. Have. So I'm eating with my brother and a few of my friends that were there. And, you know, this is, what, four years ago, five years ago? When were you living with Dave in that big house?
1: Um, That was my junior year of school. That was,
0: Sam, that could have been.
1: Four years ago, yeah, that could right. have been. It okay.
0: could have been a stone
1: cold four years ago. Oh my word.
0: So yeah, I'm visiting. Four. Yeah. So uh, actually, so one of the guys that was with me. Remember when I had a few of my friends with me from from up here? Yes. So remember, I, I called you on the phone earlier and told you that uh, one of my friends had had recently had a baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was one of the guys. He's back. Oh my gosh! Visiting, so he just yes. had a kid. So anyway, so uh, we're there. And I'm saying goodbye to my brother. And I'm like, well, I got to pee, naturally. So I end up walking into this building that's attached to the bar that we're at. And so I pull open the door and I walk in. Same thing, bro. I'm looking around. I'm hearing things. I'm like, what in the world? Where am I? And I'm like, oh, my Lord, this is where I am. And I knew exactly... Where I was, it, it was crazy. Like something just clicked. You're just like, "This yeah. is this is it."
1: Well, it, it makes you kind wrong. of just stop. Yeah. you know, you're like.
0: I remember I told this girl. This is one of the first girls I ever told that I had a crush on. Was yes, in the eighth grade. It. Yes. And I had the worst trip. Jake, I, Jake got the ear beaten too. I'm an emotional person, especially back then. Jake got the ear beaten the whole trip. <laughs> I feel so bad. I was like, Jake,
1: West Jake.
0: like I can't believe this happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't just like, shut up. <laughs> Can you leave me alone with this place?
1: We thought of that. He'd hear you <laughs> out. Uh, he'd hear you out.
0: <sighs> but yeah, I mean, it was, it was really funny to, to think back on those times. You, you and Jake were like the dynamic duo back then, bro.
1: If you ever look at, and I wish I could get my hands on them, I'm sure somewhere in a tote I know exactly somewhere. what you're
0: talking about. You don't even have to say it, and I have it. You have the pictures? Next time you come back, you can have it. No, you don't. I do. I swear to God.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I swear to God. Like I, I remember they probably took
0: four or five is.
1: pictures like four or five pictures of the same picture and and Jake don't and I move. knew it's like don't it's move. like don't don't move right don't move but not only that it was you know be you know serious. don't be an idiot you know be serious like be, be happy <laughs> look look like you're having a great time and, and Jake like, and I were like yeah, you realize time. you realize that we're going to have to stone cold do something stupid for every last picture that they're about to take and maintain our heading on this course of action <laughs> you know that we oh thought was a great Lord. idea
0: and i think we we're just like <sighs> dude, i don't know I, I don't even remember what we did it either we we're like staring off like know, you know i have the, the picture i know exactly where it is i'm gonna oh my it. gosh when we get off no. here. i'll show you think... when we get out here.
1: But that was my dude, you know, like, it was just like, damn, that was so funny, you know.
0: Oh, hilarious. Hysterical. Oh my
1: gosh. No, that was that was wild. I mean, and then, you know, the the, the more surreal feeling for me was, you know, of course, then I, after that I went away to high school. I was still dating Maddie, you know, and then we split uh-huh. off and yeah. stuff, which kind of sucked. But it was just like, you know, at the same time, it's like, look, you know, all right, Part here we life. go. This is. This is life, you know, we're gonna take it by its balls and then and then after graduating high school, I went to you know, school in, in, in DC. So it's like that ended up being my home yeah. for yeah almost five years. Well I didn't I should have graduated on time, but it happens when you don't uh take too many things seriously. But when whatever you're too and... much math
0: during class and you can't master yeah, the yeah, courts.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> tweaking out and you can't yeah, exactly. But no, I mean, (laughs) it it was just really like it was almost like full circle. It was so cool. And the music in D.C. was like super cool, which got me back into playing and performing and 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 finding like minded people and musicians and stuff. And I think that's really what kept the fire burning and, you know, for me, because when I was in high school, I wasn't playing much. I had a guitar, yeah, but I never played it because I couldn't be loud. And right. you need to be loud. I don't know. Like There's, 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 there's it, a difference between listening to an unplugged electric guitar to having that thing plugged in. Yeah. Plugged in and, and you and, and I would really jam big. at your
0: house. Like You you and yes. I would be the only ones that were jamming, really. You yes. Know, it was like, and it's Like to this day.
1: And loud. And obnoxious and oh, my word. I mean it would sound better today if you and I got together and played, but
0: God I... yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> one of my one of my finest moments in jam sessions <laughs> believe it or not, didn't have anything to do with what I do. I go over to Edwin's house one day and you know, we're hanging out, skating, do whatever we do. And you know i walk in the house of course my mother has not smoked in years like 20 something 30 years almost you know <laughs> i walk in the house and you know his mom smokes cigarettes it don't bother me i don't care it's not my decision or choice or whatever and so you know we, me and edwin had hang out in a while and like Next thing you know, we're sitting down And he invites me over to dinner He's very gracious, his mom lets me stay and eat And whatever And <coughs> I leave my phone on Like the, the counter And the next thing you know Dinner's over Your mother gets up to do something We're talking at the table and I look over And she's Febrezing My phone <laughs> So that it doesn't smell like cigarettes <laughs> When I get home <laughs> <laughs> um. now, now the only reason why that's
1: funny for whoever's listening is that I had no idea
0: Oh my, god. my mom
1: snuck a cigarette when I was younger because I was under the complete impression that my mom oh. had left that all and all that oh good my j- god! and that Sam and she never told me this and I have not brought it up to my mother since oh but god. I just think it's so funny that she blasted his phone with Febreze dude. to think that you know it would uh oh. it would d- do a damn. Can't so, believe that. So I funny. i bring that up. I'm gonna bring that up to her sometime soon. Oh she's gonna god. be like, "What are you talking about?
0: What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> what
1: are you talking about?" Of dude, course she's not up. gonna remember. We I'm, were on, you know, I'm on you. I'm on you. No, she would remember. I mean, she deliberately doused your damn <clears> cell <throat> phone in Febreze. But
0: so funny. Oh my god. Oh my god! That's I, awesome. I had never, I had never seen anything like that. I mean, I am in my head. I'm like, why? It's okay. You don't have to do. It's it. fine. You have to do this. <laughs> oh my! But word. it's okay. I went through so many phones as a youth. God, I I must have had twelve different track phones. Like I either dropped in the toilet or the ocean. Yeah,
1: all the time. I think sketch, everything we it, owned, we
0: broke. Just beat the crap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, good lord, how many times did we have we done know, that?
1: But we never broke guitars. No, I never did. I, never I broke did. one. I don't know. I mean, this is the video. If I can turn this thing around, please. I had th- this one here. You see these nice, nice long cracks? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that that was a. Uh, is that,
0: the, is that on the wood or is that just the finish?
1: No, that's 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 all the way through, Sam. Oh god. This yeah. one's done for. But um that's AIDS. That I dropped off a bar stool. Shocker. No, I I probably had way too much, but but it doesn't matter. You know, that thing, she got it. I felt so bad. And everyone was like, Oh my god. Was Show like, me what your was lineup? Tr-
0: What are you working with over there?
1: Well, let's see
0: here.
1: Let's turn it around. So that's Dave's banjo. That's a door card for an old BMW. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. But, you know,
0: <laughs>
1: that poor thing. That's that's a mandolin that was given to me. have had that thing my,
0: forever. Forever, yeah. This was my first. Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, it was black. My father one day surprised me. He asked what color, I said blue, and he took it all apart. I took some of these screws out for other guitars, but I did it anyway. Um, (laughs) He took, you know, of course, the the pick guard off, the bridge, the pickups, all this stuff, you know, the nuts for the knobs, and then, you know, the input, or the output, rather. Um, Sanded it all down, and I don't know if you can still see the sparkles.
0: That's beautiful, but I never it knew that.
1: Popped. It popped when I was a kid. He took car paint and mixed it up. Yeah, and surprised me one day. And this was this was the the knockoff strat that pretty much started it all. That was that's so dope. That was it. It's wow. a peeve. But man, I mean, you know, I don't know how straight the neck is anymore. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was my problem today. Yeah,
1: I hear you. I mean, it'll happen. But right, so yeah. Then,
0: then, and then you got what? What's that next one?
1: Yeah. And then this turd I bought actually off of Craigslist. I met a gentleman at Union Station in Washington, D.C., and bought this thing for hardly anything. It's it's wow. junk. I actually kind of held a tune, which is pretty incredible. <laughs> um, this one, this acoustic, I got from the pawn shop in keen downtown no kidding um yeah it was the first day they had it um so it was not appraised yet
0: (laughs) oh no
1: and it was when i was working at beaver street
0: that one summer are you serious yeah
1: yeah seriously and i went in before work just for kicks you know like i had kind of expendable money it's not like my mom made me pay rent for being home um wow but anyhow, so this I walked in, I don't know, I was probably like 21. twenty-one. Twelve. And twelve. <laughs> right. I felt twelve. Um, I went in there, I saw it, and it had a soft case that came with it, so on and so forth, whatever. And I offered them a hundred bucks for for an Ibanez. Wow. And yeah, they bet He and and Sam. <laughs> The dude on the counter was like 120.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Okay. Take my money. Whoa, whoa. Take, take I think you're. Lo- I
0: think you're highballing me there.
1: <laughs> take my money. And so I, dummy. T- The receipt was made, and I walked <laughs> out of there. Came <laughs> with a soft hand. case. Came with a capo, and I brought that
0: thing to Beaver Street. Yeah, and it was. I, sick. Remember, that, I remember when you brought it in. Yeah, not that I think one, Rachel was like working a, that night. I don't remember that it was that one, but I remember bringing you oh. a, like you bringing in a, a guitar.
1: Yes, there was another one that is I got from retro music that I think I picked up for it was hundred under a hundred bucks, and the action yeah. was so high on it. it was just a pos. But
0: that's what mine is it right is now. Kind
1: of cool. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah oh that's cool good guys there really good guys shout out to Retro Music that's they're really like cool since Cheshire Music's gone it's like
0: I know you
1: have no one else to go to but Retro which sucks but I miss Cheshire but whatever um, times are changing anyway um, yeah the the one I got from Retro had action on it like crazy and that's the campfire special if it fell in the fire you wouldn't care you know what I mean <laughs> kind of Kind of thing. Right. And then this this strat, well, it's a Starcaster. It's yeah, made by Fender, they say. I don't ever play this one. It does have the whammy bar. It was given to me. Yeah. Um and this one didn't hold in tune whatsoever, but it gets kind of humid down here. But oh, right. um Yeah, this just, just another strat and then unfortunately well, then here's the washburn. Oh, you still got uh, that thing? Yeah, this thing, I put heavy gauge strings on it because I wanted more resonation, but I really have to upgrade the pickups. But, That's wild. but this one r- rings pretty well. It's not bad. And then the only other one I'm missing is uh, I have an acoustic upstairs. It's a Fender um, that was also given to me. And then I have my um, I have this handmade guitar that was made from a guy that's a local that sold at this shop called Ear Food, and Ear Food is the the music shop in the area that's like cool, like like a turn it up kind of deal, oh, like kind shame. of vibe. God. But it's not there um, anymore.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, just, what a shame. Sucks. Like turn it up, time, ladies but- and gentlemen. Turn it up. If you've ever been to a record store. This it's was the record like store. the record store heaven. I mean, you walk down there one time, and you're like, "What in the world is happening?" Yeah, Cause and you you spend
1: at least twenty bucks every time. Oh my
0: gosh! And it's it, just wall to wall records, you know, posters. Cadets. It's like what the everything heck?
1: they have everything. What is Cadets this? These action figures, uh, CDs, collectibles,
0: action figures. Yeah, comic books. It, it was wild. It was yeah, wild. they had
1: freaking everything. Records, I mean, like buckets of records. Do
0: they still have that one in Brat?
1: I believe. Well, last time I was home, there was still in Brat. Um, I would assume that would fare a little better in Brattleboro. Yeah,
0: probably. A lot of hippies in Brat. I would know. I was yeah, well, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, we don't have to talk about Brattleboro here, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's all another world, that, dude.
0: Ah, huh. that I was born in Brat.
1: You're born Brattleboro. wins yeah. <laughs> right? it all. Same.
0: Okay, all right, cheese wagon. I don't need your opinion. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, man, um, it's uh, what were we talking about? Music.
1: Yeah. Well, sure. No, like yeah, and you the, the only no oh, ear food, right? Ear food, so right. is a store in town, and it's just it's a couple old guys that run it um i'm sure they work every day that it's open because i haven't seen any other two guys this is the kind of store you can go in like when you and i were on d street in that music shop where you can pull a guitar off the shelf and yeah. just start playing it. yep Can't and everyone's like great. behind it you know which is cool um i went in there and there were like a handful of handmade guitars that were just hanging from the ceiling
0: right
1: you know in stands mm-hmm. and i was like i like this one and it he made the gentleman made a strat body and put a real fender neck on it and then just threw a double humbucker down near the bridge and i was like "Eh, that's kind of dumb but at the same time like i plugged it in and the strings were brand new the intonation was set it sounded really great it sounded really like amazing yeah i started playing it and they're all they're playing like soul tunes and stuff i was just like jamming along to some like weird sold to him. I was just trying to pick up what they were putting down and and then he comes around the corner and he's like oh, you, you you play blah 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 and like I guess they have like a band or whatever and yeah I, I blew that off but you know which <laughs> sucks I should have taken him up on that because that probably would have made me happy <laughs> yeah right yeah the famous they got thing, a blue huh? check mark next uh-huh. to their
0: box on instagram <laughs>
1: yeah woo wow. woo
0: yeah that's
1: sick um <laughs> But no, so I picked that guitar for cheap and nice. brought it home. I don't have a case for it. I just leave it on a stand, which sucks because my basement gets so humid. But um, oh,
0: you'll be moving soon.
1: Actually, I sent it with Corwin to bring back home to him and, and Luray, um, or Luray. They that people call it. It's a town that's south of here.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, his wife. I was like, is that a family name? Or yeah, family no, right?
1: It? Yeah. No, but I uh, <laughs> brought it down to him because, you know, he and I might start something. And I was like, why don't you just mess around with this? You know, you have amplifiers. You just don't have an electric guitar. So just, you know, around with it. Yeah. And I was the same guy that brought the guitar in at work, you know, in the parts department. Yeah. And I got tips on him. Excuse my
0: language, but. God, this podcast uh, is going to be more edited than my grandmother's funeral. <laughs> corwin pipes on him like nobody's
1: business okay and uh like yeah so i was like yeah just have fun and you know he he writes songs and stuff and they sound pretty cool and uh, there would have been moments where he was singing that if i had electric guitars you know or you know an electric guitar in my hand then i would have been able to you know probably follow him a little better yeah and uh you know, for different things, the way I play or whatever. But
0: you have a certain um, style that you've had for most of your life. If I well, I, could I
1: started that. on an electric guitar, which was yeah. a curse, in my opinion. Yeah, but,
0: yeah, it can be. But and Seriously. with
1: a pick in my and th- I wish I did not start with a pick. Like for anyone that's learning guitar, don't leave the pick for later. Get it down without the pick first, mm. and then. Pick up the pick because
0: you can. I saw James Taylor play for three and a half hours, Eddie, with no pick, no, yeah, pick finger picking. And I'm like, how and you can this... still sing, yeah, and concentrate. I'm like, how is this dude's hand falling off? Ugh. How I mean, you got to be on some type of level to just be like, I'm gonna do this and it's not gonna affect me, and it, like multiple nights, yes. You know, it's like those people don't just go up for one night and be like, oh, my hand's broken. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's wild what they can do.
1: No, seriously. I mean, that would be my only suggestion or advice to anybody that's picking up a guitar is stay away from a pick and stay away from an electric guitar until till you're ready. So you're ready. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, because then otherwise you're kind of pigeonholed into one kind of style, and I mean you can rock it, but I don't
0: know. <laughs> we don't have the answers, but, people. We just we don't have the answers. We're just,
1: you know, just really. I mean, you, you can still sound good, but it, it, that would be that would that would have made me better today if I were to take my advice as a 25 year old to my whenever the hell started.
0: When did you start even, playing guitar?
1: I don't remember. I just remember my brother, I had my brother's guitar at first and then of course my PV. My dad gave me an electric guitar probably because I wanted to be loud and obnoxious and that was one avenue to take and off my mom. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh no, I just remember I think it was my father says 5. Wow. My mom says 4. But That's so early. Yeah, and just kind of picked it up. Because I remember when you were starting to play, and I was like, oh, yeah, someone out there. Oh, yeah, somebody, is... somebody <laughs> I, else I know. I, Cal,
0: I have to apologize. i got to talk to my editor real quick. Just, let me just – give me a second. Cal, this podcast does not condone the behavior of my friend Edwin or anyone else no. with uh, <laughs> bad posture.
1: No, I have bad – yeah, bad manners. <laughs> I, apologize. I mean, just – really off the cuff just like i was entirely stoked that like yes you know so sick right yeah that like other people were playing us because i just you know but we had music class like I had, I had music classes at Wheelock, and and we did like a guitar class and i was kind of like leading the whole thing and we're playing like you know they were playing like cheater chords that like weren't the real chords and i could right. play the real chords and you know, it. Unfortunately, you know, I don't know. Playing, the music teacher, plan two strings,
0: playing six.
1: Yes, and and the music teacher was very upset with me, and
0: you did not what you have. Doing.
1: Yeah, she was not shy to the fact that I knew. <laughs> yeah. We all know you're great. Was,
0: Can you just stop?
1: Yeah, she was. <laughs> she was not happy. Um so I funny. do. I like. I feel bad. I. I don't even remember her name, but. But yeah, no, she had a nylon guitar and I came in there with those cheap short neck, you know, they weren't tailors or anything, but they were decent and uh, they held tunes and damn. Yeah. No, that was fun. It, it was fun. It, 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 I had a good time. I didn't care if she was trying to knock me down, but
0: when I was in the second yeah, grade no, I... in uh, yeah, what class was that? We both had English class together. I think Uh did wasn't uh not in the seventh grade,
1: no, oh, that was sixth grade, yeah.
0: She was real cranky, lady. I don't
1: know, she wasn't really cranky, but
0: <laughs> yeah, but she was young,
1: yes. So we had to do a performance in their class, too.
0: Yeah, oh, Our... I remember that. You did uh Stevie Wonder, Mr. Tambourine Man.
1: no, Mr. Tambourine Man, and talk... remember, now. Mr. uh. Yeah. Oh, what the hell was his name? Jeff Wilson.
0: That guy. That guy, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> if you ever want to be a, like a, an assistant to a teacher and be a savage, get along with the kids.
1: That was the dude. So just yeah. get yeah. along
0: with the kids. He was so dope, man. He taught yep. me how to flip a pen. I applied that when I was in driver's ed. I mean, the guy was just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, he was dope. But um, anyway, yeah, so I'm in the seventh grade, okay? And uh I used to cut class and go to the band room and play the guitar to practice. And they'd be wondering where I was. <laughs> and they told them that. It's okay. I had a special permission from Mr. Whatever I <laughs> to be here. <laughs> and they were so mad when they found out that I just wasn't going to class. Just <laughs> God, we did so many stupid things back then. Oh, we are idiots.
1: We made it, all right.
0: How, Edwin, how in the world did we ever make it out of those neighborhoods in the shape that we're in now? How did it ever happen? Just kept going. God, you were there. You we were knew there, better, you were I there, guess. You were there with all the drug addicts and you know scary people. Yeah. I was over in Tanglewood fighting off old people with a stick. <laughs> you know, trying to make my $10 per lawn. <laughs> bad, bad, saying? man. That was
1: better than what I was doing.
0: Yeah, sheesh. I mean, it's like that one guy that threatened me with a knife one day when I was at Paul's Choice. Oh, my God. So I remember that. Dude, that was. I mean, <gasps> and it's half of it's my fault, but <laughs> let's not talk about it. That's when there was a 50 cent Soda machine outside of Paul's Choice You're never going to see that anymore
1: 50 cents
0: 50 cents for uh, They're lucky
1: to get a buck Yeah
0: Do you believe that? And they kept it there all those years that Paul's Choice was out there Until it closed
1: Paul's Choice That was right up the street from you
0: Yeah yeah, I used to walk there. I tried to apply for a job there like 10,000 different times. They kept turning me down. You're too young. You're too young. Yeah, I don't care, dude. I'm also hungry and broke, so let's do something about it.
1: <laughs> Have a good time. Teach me the ways.
0: But anyway, we're going to wrap this thing up. I want to thank my, my guests and my homeboy. I love you, Doug. Thank you for coming on the show and taking the time. I always appreciate talking to you. And... uh we're definitely going to do this again because this is a fun show to be on, and everyone else's <laughs> show can go take a flying leap.
1: <laughs> flying leap. <laughs> well, man, I tell you, I, I I definitely would be back on. Of course. Um, We're going to get, we gotta get more often. On here. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind coming on more often. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I I was unsure at first, but you know, oh, like, Doug, this just, like this is like what
0: am I doing? Yeah, well, who cares? This is this is just a talking show. It's not like we, it's not like I'm throwing this to NBC, going, hey, I'm gonna send you a shot and a tape, on my show, and tell you how awesome it is. All right. They'd be sending me an email with a picture of the finger, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I understand no, Thank you very much. Well, that's
1: cool. That's good. Cool. That's good. Cool. <laughs> and yeah I, no definitely again that'd be cool I'm, i'm i'm around brother you know you just oh let yeah, me God. know when when you when you want to have me on you let me know oh come on and then maybe we can you know formulate some sort of formality you know if you want to talk about certain things <clears> or this <throat> seemed like more about shooting the s word um, which is cool.
0: <laughs> the but one time we he, can—he he <laughs> censors himself at the end of the show. <laughs> oh my! Sometimes he just rolls
1: off the tongue, Sam. You know, oh, yeah, you know. I know, it... brother. I get
0: it. Um, for anyone who's interested, I'm—I got a show next week. I'm on the fifth, on Thursday. I'll be at Depot Park from twelve to one. It's a lunch. Oh, really? It's a lunch included, and uh, it's it's live. I'm going to be filming it and throwing it up on my YouTube channel. And this thing's lasting the whole summer, people, so feel free to go. I believe it's every other Thursday to Depot Park for a free lunch and free concert. Nice. So check into that. Um, I'll be throwing it up on my Instagram for links and stuff like that, obviously. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, man, stay cool, stay calm, collected. This has been a why you laughing podcast and we are clear.